Welcome to Grave Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Donna. And we're two friends who share a fascination and intrigue of grave tales. Each episode is our unique look into grave history by exploring, researching, and giving you our take on these mysteries, tragedies, murders, and so much more. This is Grave Podcast. I know how you are, actually. I, well, first and foremost, happy New Year, everybody! New Year, happiest of the New Years. I hope twenty twenty three rolls in a lot of good stuff for a whole lot of people. Absolutely, especially us. I mean, it's just the way I feel. But everybody, absolutely, it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood today because I am here in Matt's podcast with him. We are in the pod lab, my folks. It is, it is the purple room. I like the ambiance. I'm Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be by Beyonce. I'm Beyonce. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> no, no, I just you know I'm trying to keep it spooky because we just talk about spooky, scary things. It is spooky. It is, but it's also sort of festive. So it's festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> my, my my handmade haunted house never goes yeah. away. Yeah, it's there. Absolutely. So but on that note, we are bringing you this, this broadcast from Matt's podcast lab and let's, let's get going to it. Let's just jump into it for right from the pod lab. This is the grave tale of Daria Saltikova. Any guess she's Russian? <laughs> I, I was going to say, uh, sounds foreign. Okay. Right. So Daria Nikolaina Saltikova, commonly known as Saltichiha, made her famous mark with the atrocious killing of her serfs. She enjoyed torturing and mutilating her victims. Mm. So she pleaded guilty to the murder of at least 138 serfs or laborers basically at her estate and the torture of many more the name salt salta became a synonym for bestial treatment of the peasants Yikes. yeah so Oof. her last name basically became synonymous yeah with yeah, yeah. abuse Oof. so Daria Saltikova was born on March 11, 1730. Uh, she was a Russian countess who, over of a period of, I don't even know how many years it takes, she turned from a noblewoman into a vicious killer. Why do all countesses always, like... I mean, I'm sure not every single one of them do, but... Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, it, it, the name, like, the name Countess is, like, synonymous, and then, like, you read deeper into it, like... Well, you know, it probably maybe was a more common type... Yeah, I guess it could have been a descriptive social norm at the, t- label. the time. Right, right. So her maiden name was Ivanova. Her family members actually were relatively well-connected with the Davindovs, the 
Musin Pushkins and Tolstoy's families. So, you know, it's there's nobility. No no nobility. She has noble blood. Okay, so Saltikova married young Gleb Saltikov when and was widowed by the age of twenty six. He died. Wow. She became the richest widow in Moscow at that point. That's young to die. Well, I guess not for that time. It's not young. Twenty six. Yeah. yeah, this is the seventeen hundreds. I was so. going to say for that time, for that time period. No, it's not. But how? So, with her husband's death, she inherited the beautiful estate near Moscow. It was called Torysko, where she lived with her two young sons, and she had over six hundred serfs. Okay, so laborers working for her. Um, she also had uh, good property in Moscow, too. So while she was married, no one had noticed anything special about her at all. She just seemed like she was just like a gloomy person most of the time. Like, dare, dare we say, like, wallflower just there? I mean, technically, yeah. She was just sort of down and just, yeah. you know, maybe ret- resting bitch face type. Right. Okay, so she was also a very pious woman. She donated a lot to churches and to monasteries. So one day, Saltikova met a young, very handsome Nikolai, oh boy, Tayuchi, Tayuchi, the grandfather of a well-known poet, Freider Tayuchi. So as she was getting older and she was very lonely, the affair with him raised her spirits a little bit. So maybe she wasn't so gloomy a day. I was going to say, apparently uh, something got her moving. So, but then she learned that Taichki had a love affair with a young girl. And they were actually even secretly married in a church. Oh, okay. In a blind fury, Saltikova nearly killed her unfaithful lover, Tayuchki, and his wife. Um, she ended up escaping to his relative's house, their estate, basically, in Moscow. And then they left the entire region. Hmm. So out of revenge, Saltikova wanted to kill them. But that opportunity was lost, of course, because they had fled the area. Right. So soon enough, she just started to wreak her anger out on her serfs. And most of them were agricultural laborers. They were bound to work on his lord's estate, you know, mostly women. Um, but anyway, she hated all of them. She didn't like them at none of them at this point, And she was just a bitch. She was very mean to all of them. The younger they were, the more she hated them. Mm-hmm. Even worse. Wow. She treated them as her rivals, giving her enemies no quarter. She tortured children and pregnant women to death by beating them, breaking their bones, throwing them out of the house naked into the frost, pouring boiling water on their bodies, and many other very vicious and bloody types of torture. How does your mind even like go to a place to do that to another person? I mean, I guess everything bad that happens to you and you know, that you don't like do it to severity to somebody else. Maybe. I mean, I guess you have to be just, I guess you have to be that, in that dark of a place. Like if those things have happened to you that you want to inflict that right. onto other people, like, you know, I, I, it just very oddly enough, she really didn't, she didn't have this habit of doing this type of thing or killing men. 
there, there only three died accidentally. Although she tortured them in a different way, what she did is she killed the ones that they loved. Yeah. One of her serfs lost, one by one, three of his wives. Wow. So she's just... Yeah, she's just... Wow. She's just... Not only was she, like, gloomy and whatever to begin with, she is now worse than what she was. You know? Yeah, she's just... Scorn, a woman scorn. She's she's taken to, like, the next level. Right. Absolutely. Which you should never do. I mean, you shouldn't take it to any level, but the <laughs> next level is never good. Well, right. I mean, right. You shouldn't even start it no, for sure. No, no, you shouldn't. You should start at zero level and then, you know, no next level. Just stay I there. mean, her cruelty had no explanations, n- no simple ones, at least. Is she would become furious for no apparent reason. At the beginning, she would just like throw logs at the surf girls um, when she didn't like the way that they were cleaning the house, for example, you know, she would pick up a log and throw it, throw, throw it at them, and throw a log at someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that, that that sentence just oh, she pissed me off. I'm gonna throw a log. Throw a log. I, well, I don't like the way you clean the house. Of course, that's how they heated their house, so they were readily available. Well, well, no, I get that. I just in the house. I just don't get why like that would. Not that I have a go-to weapon at all. <laughs> why, why a why a log would well, be? Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> you're talking. There weren't a lot of material items at that point. Again, in the 1700s, so this is like. I mean, but they still had shoes, right? So it's not going to hurt sho- somebody, though. I'd sooner take off my shoe. She was looking to hurt. Log. She was looking. It was fury. She was looking to hurt. So then, transported with rage, she would beat, whip torture the young girls and women to death. She was a sadist who enjoyed physically abusing her uh, servants. So, I mean, so many early complaints to authorities about the deaths at the Saltakova estate were either ignored or resulted in punishment of whoever was making the complaint because Saltakova was very well connected with very powerful members of the royal court course it was right right i mean things stand true like that tale as old to as this time. date yeah tale as old as time so complaints about her possibly killing those who worked for her fell on deaf ears due to her standing in society after an uproar from many of the victims grieving you know family members saltikova was finally tried and convicted for killing only 13 women about a hundred fewer women than how many she actually probably killed. And there's probably even more than that. Oh, I'm sure. There's... there's, mm. Right. So in the summer of 1762, peasant serfs Sakivli Martinov and Ermole Ayen the latter had lost three of his wives. Mm-hmm. They were beaten to death on orders from Saltikova. So they fled the estate to St. Petersburg, where they were eventually brought, brought forward a petition before the Empress Catherine II. The Empress ordered the College of Justice to begin an investigation regarding the tortures and the murders and and she also decided to try Saltikova publicly in order to further the Empress's law- lawfulness initiative. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So they also being made an example of it, I guess, in a lot of ways that, yeah. you know, this is, you know, so Saltikova Salt was arrested in 1762 and she was held for six years while the authorities conducted their investigation. Speeding expeditious trial there. They were really in a hurry. Yeah. yeah they, they weren't listening to them on her, were they? Well, most of the surviving wit- victims and witnesses were afraid to give any evidence to it. Well, and rightfully so. Yeah. So, Stefan Volkov was the investigator who allowed an action to proceed. Saltikova was not admitted mad or ill, so she was sane. I would yeah. beg to differ. But yeah, well, that's yeah. just me. I mean, when you beat someone with a log, I'm going to go ahead and say you're not. No, oh, yeah. You're kind of left of center, but that's just right. me. Just my opinion. She was unrepentant of her terrible deeds. Even the priest whose mission was to make her confess to her killings failed to make her talk. She was absolutely sure that she would escape punishment. You know, you cannot do this to me. I'm not going to allow this. I don't agree to anything you're saying. This is all not true. You know, people no. die. Her people mo- get hurt. People die. Doesn't mean it's me. Level of arrogance is off the off the chart on that one. So according to the forensic detectives, over the period of six to seven years, Daria Saltikova murdered by various methods 139 people, mainly women. Only three of her victims were men, including young young girls the ages 10 to 12 years old. 10 years old. Mm-hmm. My God. Catherine's Collegium of Justice questioned many witnesses and examined the records of the Saltikova estate. The investigating official counted as many as 138 suspicious deaths, of which the vast majority was attributed to Saltikova. She was found guilty of having killed 38 female serfs by beating and torturing them to death. But the Empress was still unsure how to punish her as the death penalty had been abolished in Russia in 1754, and the new empress needed the support of the nobility. So finally, on October 2nd, 1768, a sentence of life imprisonment at the Ionovsky Cloister, which is like a convent or a monastery. It was also one of the oldest hermitage hermitages in Russian capital of Moscow was handed down to Saltikova preceded by a quote civilian execution end quote ceremony on Red Square in Moscow a civilian execution so it was a public beating in the Red Square she was chained on a platform for an hour in front of the crowd with a sign around her neck with the text and I quote, this woman has tortured and murdered, end quote. She was then hauled off to live her remaining years in the basement of the convent. Oh, I mean, say la vie, but whoa, whoa. Right. So Saltikova was sentenced to life imprisonment in lieu of capital punishment. Her sentence required her to be incarcerated in the monastery dungeon in chains and in darkness. A windowless wooden room was built for her, so for a long time she lived in complete darkness. That will drive someone crazy. I, I was going to say that that will push 
anybody that has... Especially if it was silent. Yeah, yeah. Well, just the thought of that makes me... Sends a a shiver down my spine. It's... it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's well-deserved. Oh, no, it absolutely is. Don't get me wrong. I like a dark room. I love to sleep. Yeah. That, that's next level. Right. So she was under 24-hour guard. The nun, a nun would bring her food and a candle. After the meals, the candle would be taken away. In the imperial verdict was also the prescription, quote, from this reclusion, take her out in such a place during church services where she would be able to hear one without entering the church proper, end quote. So basically... During a church service, they would walk her out and allow her near where she could hear the church service happening. And then they would bring her back into her cell. In the penitentiary cell, fully darked, Saltikova turned her back on the world for 11 long years. Long time to spend in the dark. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The Moscow cloister was a notorious place where many of... Uh, women of aristocratic lineage were imprisoned against their will. Their families would typically make sumptuous offerings to the monastery um, toward the upkeep of the female relation that was imprisoned. It is here, often under the guise of mental illness, that secret female prisoners of the investigation department and the secret investigation bureau would be sent typically involved in political and criminal cases. All of them were held in the, in the stone sacks under the supervision of the cloister sisters, so the nuns. So after 11 years, in 1779, Saltikova was transferred to one of the monastery buildings. This room contained a window with shutters. So that's... I, I know you're going to tell me more, but that's terrifying. Well, I mean, not really, because now they have given her a window. Now she's well, not in complete has, darkness. But, but it has shutters. And yeah, the shutters. Is, it's the shutters. That, I mean, they can close them. It's absolutely. the shutters that make me shudder, okay? So one of her contemporaries recorded her conduct here. Saltikova would spit at curious spectators and would rile them and shove a stick at them through the window. So whether her mental illness was a result of her solitary confinement or was merely aggravated pre-existing condition is, of course, unclear. If you're sticking a a stick at people through a shutter, like, fine, close your shutters. Yeah. Yeah, so not a fan of shutters, but hey, you know, if you're doing that, close the shutters. Yeah, she ultimately died in her cell on November 27th, 1801, at the age of 71 years after 33 years of her incarceration. Well, I don't feel bad for her because she was an awful person and did nasty things, but same time, what a way to go out and just and what a way to spend your like. You said 32? 33 years. 33? Yeah. Can you imagine? No. No. Most of 11, minimum of 11 of which were in basically complete complete, darkness. darkness. For the most part. I mean, whenever, I don't know how often they did services, 
whether it was daily services or weekly services or monthly. I have no idea. But at that point, she was allowed out. But I mean, once they put her in, put her into the other room, you know, the shuttered windowed, you know, room place or whatever in the monastery. I mean, yeah, she's batshit crazy at that point. Well, yeah, no one, no one can exist. I mean, yeah, I mean, she was batshit crazy before. I mean, let's face it. I mean, she deserves every second of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Beating people with logs and boiling water, like no, you you deserve to. Oh, you deserve not to see that. Cruel, the children and women, you know, and for the most part, you know, the men probably would. I'm surprised the men didn't attack her because of, I mean, maybe it was just because of the title or you have so. This guy had three wives killed by her. Three. Yeah. And, or, and I mean, for the time, it could have been they were trying to be gentlemanly and, you know, they went, one wouldn't. Yeah, harm a woman. Yeah, because it's just for that time. Like, I mean, possibly. Not that anyone should. It doesn't matter. Like any time of you know. Yeah, yeah. At any time, like no one should put their hands on anybody. Obviously, but Mm -hmm. it could be of the mindset of, I'm a gentleman. I won't. Even though she's striking me, I won't touch. I won't hurt a woman. Yeah. Like it, I mean, she's, she comes from nobility. She ends up getting, I, who knows how much she had prior to, but upon the death of her husband, uh, wealth. Right. A lot of wealth. So she was basically untouchable. Well, and let's be real. The bitch knows how to throw a log, apparently. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean. I mean, I, there's that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I probably, if you, if you ran at me throwing a log at me, I probably wouldn't turn around and be like, no, no, ma'am. Please behave yourself. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't think back I would up, do that. Back like, up. Not that Don would ever come running at me with no, a log. No, but no. If she did, I'd be like, no, no. I, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm, I'm Time busy. for me. Yeah. I, I'm busy right now. Yeah. Something happened. Other things going on. I gotta go. I gotta go. No, so, she, no, she deserves. Oh God, no, she got what she deserves. Yeah. All that solitude. Agreed. Like you were batshit crazy before, then they locked you in. It just exemplified yeah. what already was there. Just I'm sure. Yeah, you you have to have some type of honestly. I mean, rage for sure. But I think that I think I mean back. How did they diagnose things? And then they said she wasn't though. They did the, you know. But uh, no, mm. she was batshit crazy to start. She got what she deserved. Yeah, true story. Time in the dark. I'm in the dark. Like I'm sorry, I can't get over the the log thing. I know, it's okay. I'll never come at you with a log. No please, worries. Please, please don't. Please no don't. worries. It's all good. Only if we're doing a bonfire. Yeah, <laughs> bonfire. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, on that note, I'm officially never going to go to a bonfire again because there's logs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're such a goofball. Oh. Alrighty. Tune in next time. And check us out on Instagram at a underscore grave underscore podcast. And you can send us all of your suggestions at agravepodcast at gmail.com. And on that note, bye. bye.